0: Hey there, it's Jason. Welcome to The Jason Wright Show, where the mission is very simple. It is to improve always in all ways. Look, I am on a mission to create the absolute best version of myself. And through The Jason Wright Show, I let you know everything I'm doing to make that happen. I interview incredible, remarkable, brilliant individuals from all different walks of life. And I also try to bring you tools, tactics, and protocols that will help you in your own personal mission to improve always in always. Now, let's get started. Wisdom Wednesday for 8 9, So today I want to talk about this thing that is called selective attention. So one of the things that we all have to realize is there is constantly something fighting for our attention. It's either the task at hand. We're driving down the road and the stop signs. The, the person on the radio, the commentator, the music, the, the person crossing the street whenever they should be waiting for it, their turn to walk across, the person that cuts us off, the just the thoughts that are filling our head, either the positive ones or the negative ones or the appointment that we're headed to. There's always these competing forces vying for our attention. So what do we do? To make sure that we are conducting ourselves in the most effective way possible. One of the biggest things to do is practice selective attention. Taking a proactive stance on those things which we are going to give our attention. Why is this so important? Well, there's a, a saying that I love that where focus goes, energy flows. So here's what I want you to imagine. Imagine that you have this river flowing of all these different things coming through your life, going in your ears, in through process through your mind. It's just kind of this big, wide river that's flowing. I want you to imagine that if you were to take that energy that are these thoughts and you start to dam them up and concentrate that energy into a focal point, that supports your overall life's purpose, your goals, the task at hand, whatever the case may be, you harness that energy exactly the way that a dam does to harness energy for the production of power. That's exactly what selective focus and attention will actually do for us. It will take this concept of where focus goes that's the dam right the the focus is building the dam in our mind and then we create the energy and where focus goes energy will then flow to that thing that we are trying to achieve kind of a silly analogy is the stay puff marshmallow man in ghostbusters what did they have to do to take down the stay puff marshmallow man they had to cross streams. They had to take all these competing streams that by themselves were a little weak and they weren't going to take down the big marshmallowy monster, which what a weird thing to be the villain of the, of the movie. But nevertheless, I digress. So what they did is they brought all of their streams together to create one powerful stream. Well, this is a perfect illustration of practicing selective attention. Now, how do we put this into practice? Well, I think it all starts with a life mission, a day's mission, a theme. One of the things that Jack Dorsey, the founder of Twitter, would do whenever he was managing Twitter, although he's kind of a weird guy, obviously pretty successful, right? He would give a theme to every day. Monday had a theme, Tuesday had a theme, Wednesday had a theme. And all of his actions that day supported that theme. Imagine if you're watching The Wizard of Oz and all of a sudden there's a random car chase or a shootout or something that had nothing to do with the movie. And then all of a sudden there's some other sidebar love story that doesn't focus on the movie at all. The whole theme has just completely been lost. We wouldn't understand what was happening. The story would make no sense. Actually, this is how movies that are books often fail is because... They just don't tie together. They don't selectively give attention to the actual theme or desired outcome of the story. Our thoughts and our lives are exactly the same way. We've got all these random characters popping into our head that are competing with the theme of our movie that we're trying to portray in that moment. And so what we have to do is decide are we going to let this random character come into this scene or are we going to selectively say no, put everything else aside and only give attention to that which supports our own personal theme, mission, goal, outcome that we're actually pursuing. This is what selective attention does. If you can start to practice selective attention effectively, this heightens your chances of reaching a flow state Flow states are incredibly important because what it does is it narrows our mind and our focus and our attention. What it can actually do is it can make time seem to just completely go away. We get so immersed in the task at hand that we don't even realize time is passing us by. You can actually get into a flow state to such a degree that we'll forget to eat. You'll work for more hours than you ever thought. And here's the most important thing. Senior level executives that have been surveyed has said that on average they are five times more productive when in a flow state than when they are not. So imagine being able to 5x your actual productivity. This all begins with selective attention. Deciding with all these competing forces trying to vie for your attention, deciding exactly what you're going to give attention to. So here's where it starts. I think going back to the Jack Dorsey illustration, you've got to be able to answer this question. What is your life's purpose? If you can't define that in any terms of your own making at all, there's your first project. Go decide, why am I here? What is my life's meaning? What do I hope to get out of this life? It sounds cliche and trite, but the bottom line is you will get out exactly what you put into this life. Whatever you want, whatever you desire, you have to first plant the seeds to grow the garden. Once you've decided that, then you have to back end everything. Remember, big goals are great. So, whatever your life purpose is, is great. But what's even more important is what are the inputs that you're going to be able to decide that are going to actually lead to that life's purpose manifesting? Whenever this life is over, when it's all said and done, and we're at your funeral. What do you want the eulogy to read? What do you want someone to stand up and say about you? What script do you want them to read that you wrote? You're the director, the writer, the author, and the main character in this script. What's the purpose? What are you trying to get out of this life? What are the inputs that support that? And when you start to do that, here's what happens. I'm going to do a completely separate Episode about the power of the word no. When you start to practice selective attention, what you will automatically do is anything that doesn't pass the litmus test of does this support my overall life's mission, my purpose, the theme of this day? I mean, look, let's face it, not every day is so grandiose that we wake up and we say, okay, what am I going to do today that supports my overall life purpose? Being a good employee, being a good father, a husband, those things are pretty grandiose in and of themselves, and they support that thing. But going to work, what am I doing at work that actually supports my desire to be the absolute best version of myself possible? What is the theme for the day? And if you can understand what your meaning, what your purpose, what your drive, what your why is, then what you will do is you will begin Making a habit of saying no to anything that does not support your overall purpose. And that's where you really start to move the needle on productivity. Of being just happy and and feeling like this day that you will never get back again. It's not coming back. As I record this, it is August 9th, 2023. It is the last August 9th, 2023 we will ever have, did you make the best of it? Well, the best way to ensure that you did is to practice selective attention. And if you can do that, here's the thing that, that really, really starts to, to, to resonate in, in a person's life is that all of a sudden, everything you do will start to have a purpose and have meaning. And the things that you focus on you're going to be more impactful and effective in doing them because you have selected of all the things fighting for your attention. You've said, tag, you're it. You got me. You got my attention. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. This thing rattling in your head. Okay, stop. I'm going to focus on you and I'm going to turn you into action. I'm going to turn that action into productivity, into output. That's what we have to figure out how to do. And anything that competes with that from the outside world, anything that doesn't support that, we say, no. Nope, not going to do that. Southwest Airlines is a company that in business school came up over and over and over. It didn't matter if it was organizational behavior or business accounting. We were always looking at case studies on Southwest Airlines. And one of the things I remember in particular was back when Herb Keller was CEO, he started this process. If an executive brought a new capital expenditure to the executive team, you know, let's buy more planes, upgrade the planes, start new routes, whatever it was, the question that was always thrown back to them that they had to answer was, is what you're proposing going to help us continue or enhance our ability to be the most profitable, most efficient, low cost leading airline in the world. Because if it doesn't, if you cannot convince this team that what you're proposing that we spend money on supports that vision and that mission, then the answer is no. We have to have the same discipline in our own lives. Is this project, that I'm about to say yes to, does it support my life's overall mission? And it goes to the smallest levels. Look, each and every day, and and you all have probably heard me talk about this on the Jason Wright show, or you've read it in the Vitruvian letter. The older I get, the more aware I am of the finite nature of time. When I record this right now, I, I'm sitting there thinking, when this is over and it's edited, I've only got so many more hours left in the day. Eight to nine hours of a workday have never seemed shorter. And so because I know that, and because I'm conscious of that, and because I'm selectively giving my attention, I'm much more likely to say no to the little time wasters, the little phone calls, social media check-ins, lunches, coffees, just these time-sucking wastes. That do not support our life's overall mission and purpose. So my challenge for you today on this Wisdom Wednesday is to be wise enough to select where your attention is going to go. Because after all, where focus goes, that's where energy flows. Thanks for listening. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the show it means more to me than you can possibly imagine and if you enjoyed it please consider going out to Apple and leaving us a five star rating that would mean the world to me also follow me on Insta at Jason right now and don't forget Download the Vitruvian Lab app. I mean it. I want to be your personal peak performance trainer. I want to help you improve always and always. Lastly, check out my newsletter, The Vitruvian Letter. You can subscribe at jasonrightnow.com. And until we meet again, please continue to endeavor to improve always and always. I'm out.